What's going on, guys? Before we get started with this next episode of the Fistful of Cash Podcast, I want to remind you that this episode, like all episodes, is brought to you by Stay Classy Meats. Go to stayclassymeats.com. Use promo code FIST for 10% off your entire order. Order before Thursday the 16th and get all of your stuff in time for Memorial Day. They got everything from uh, free-range bison, elk, beef, chicken, you name it, they got it. Go to stayclassymeats.com. Get premium, high-quality meat for you and your family uh, at affordable prices Use promo code FIST and make it even more affordable. Get 10% off the entire thing. Without further ado, let's get into the newest episode. Thanks. And now, ladies and gentlemen, live from coast of the Carolinas by way of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, this is the moment sports betting fans around the world have been waiting for. It's time! Introducing the Fistful of Cash Podcast! What is going on, guys? You are tuned in to the newest edition of the Fistful of Cash Podcast. We are doing things differently yet again, recording earlier in the week. In here with the co-host with the most soup. What's going on, brother? Nothing much. The Lakers are what's going on. Actually, the Pelicans are what's going on. Yeah. Uh, they were going to trade Anthony Davis for uh, – well, they wanted to package AD for Zion as long as Zion didn't go to the Knicks. Every other team was basically in for it. But uh, the Pelicans ended up getting the first overall pick, so they might get the best of both worlds. And the Lakers squeaked into the top four with a 5% chance. Memphis squeaked in, and the Knicks, the Suns, the Hawks, and the Cavs all got screwed. And I love it. Every second of it. I love it. i got to love the lottery. Uh, anytime anytime the Knicks or the Cavs get screwed is all right by me. I don't, I don't particularly care for either one of those franchises. No, not at all. And New York's got to be livid, but I think it's hilarious. They were basically already counting Zion, Kyrie, and possibly Kevin Durant. Um, but yeah, that's not looking too hot now. So Boston's going to suck next year. I know that. Yeah. I just read a thing that Rozier's thinking about, uh, leaving. Oh yeah. He said he's out. If they bring the same team back, AKA if they bring Kyrie Irving back, he's out. Yeah. Nobody there outside of Gordon Hayward gets along with Kyrie. So, so which is a shame. Are we look? I mean, are we having a LeBron style situation here, where Kyrie is the problem, wherever whatever team he's on? I think it's a lot of. I mean, it's a lot of young guys, and Kyrie was in the "I'm a championship caliber player. Why are we not winning titles?" Meant why are we not even getting out of the East? Mentality, right? So, ah, uh, Kyrie's a hell of a player. He really is, and you can definitely build a team around him. Um, I think he just wants to win. I mean, I, I think the guy just has a pure passion for winning. And when you have a guy like that, it's tough to play with because he's always on your ass about what you're doing wrong. Yeah. So I don't know. I'd like, I mean, listen, I would love to see Kyrie win without LeBron. Right. But as long as Steph and KD are on the same team, it's not going to happen. Almost like Kobe winning without Shaq. Hmm. Yeah, well, 
Yeah. Mm. There's, I mean, the, diff- the difference is Kobe's Kobe and Kyrie's Kyrie. I, mean, I know, but people may, you know, it's, it's the, it's the same bogus argument about, you know, oh, cool, cool, cool. We couldn't win without Shaq. You know what? Was there ever a player surrounded with more superstars than Shaq? Michael, that's about it. So, yeah, my, my, here's one my for point you. is I, I got, I saw this today. Um, let me pull it up real quick. I want to make sure I get the numbers right. Okay, so Kobe won with Smush Parker. Let me just get that out. Yeah, that seriously. Out. Kobe made the playoffs with Smush Parker and Luke Walton. So let's just clear that up real quick. Um, Damian Lillard will face more all NBA first and second team players in the West this, these playoffs than LeBron faced in the East between 2011 and 2018. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm mean, sure that is that's just it it just shows you that the the western conference in the NBA is so stacked it's right. I mean so so Dame had to go up against Brody and Paul George and then he had to go up against Joker and now he's got Draymond, KD, Steph and Klay Thompson. So we're talking what seven all NBA first or second teamers. Right. You're telling me in the 7 years of LeBron's playoffs in the East, he didn't play seven All NBA first or second teamers. <laughs> I guess when you put it like that, yeah, that's that's it's amazing. Yeah. Like, but hey, I mean, that's why he's only won what? Once he got three rings, that's why he lost to the West six times. I mean, you can beat up on the East all you want, but when you get to the West, it's it's, it's a different ball game. It's a different beast. Yeah, that's uh, I don't know, man. I, I just the more I see Kyrie play at different teams, and they seem to have issues, it just makes me wonder, you know, what the uh, what the underlying issue could be. You know what I mean? Yeah, some guys are just assholes, and that might be the case. Kyrie might just be a douchebag. So, and I think you know, Kyrie being an alpha and LeBron being a beta. But LeBron wanting to be the alpha, that doesn't that didn't work right. out well. <laughs> didn't didn't mix. So he's a, he is a beta. That's funny. All right, let's get into let's get in. We got we got fights this weekend, man. Uh, it's gonna take a lot out of me to like really make me see. We're super pumped up, man. We got fights this weekend, brother. Uh, UFC on ESPN plus two. Uh, Rafael dos Anjos taking on Kevin Lee. That's about as much excitement as I can muster for this main event, man. I'm not over the moon about this card by any means. Do you? Ha- I mean, get me hyped up for this, man. Sell me on this card. Um, Felicia Spencer versus Megan gotcha. Anderson, dude. I'm in. I'm in. I'm there freaking you go. In. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I mean, let's get that. Um. Short free short fuse at Herman versus the best damn mustache on the planet. That's Pat true. Cummins. That's true. <laughs> Fun fact about Felicia Spencer: her nickname, Phenom, spelled F E E N L M. Creative, very, very clever. <laughs> yeah, we'll play on words there. I like you know using the spelling of her name. I like that. I like that. Look, six and zero oh, coming off quality victories over Pam Sorensen and Helena Kalinskit. Uh you know, she's <laughs> whatever, man. All right, let's get into this. let's get into this card. Uh, you know what? This is a card. I'm going to say this now, and I'm, I'm this is the 
This is the Barry Bond style asterisk. Uh, this will be a card where we where we will go perfect <laughs> or, or, or winless. winless. So everybody, if you've been like, hey, I've been betting heavy with NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, fighting, we are on a hot streak. We are absolutely on a hot streak. However, if you want to take a weekend off, might I suggest this weekend? Might I suggest this weekend? But I want you to play these picks because I'm going to play these picks because I'm a degenerate like that. So this is what we're going to do. Let's break down the main card like we always do. First fight on the card, Austin Hubbard taking on Davi Ramos. Uh, Hubbard 9-2, and two, Davi Ramos 9-2. and two. <laughs> uh, I, can fe- I can feel your energy through this. Davi Ramos, a minus 450. Yes. Austin Hubbard coming back, plus 325. Do you have anything with this anything with this fight um austin hubbard's four inches taller yeah yeah i mean no so here's here's the thing about davi ramos <laughs> now i mean listen the guy is a submission ace if he's gonna beat you that's how he's gonna do it my the concern with mm-hmm. him though comes in with the gas tank because he's built like a brick shit house. um austin hubbard on the other hand it, you know is just a dude that's just in good shape coming off a win in LFA against Killis Moda. Um, not exactly quality wins here. I think the odds makers have this one right. I'd be shocked, man. I, I mean, I'd really be shocked if he was able to upset Dobby Ramos. If he does, it's going to have to be by knockout. There's no way he's beating him. He's not submitting him, and he's not going to take him the distance. Um I think Davi Ramos is going to snatch him up here pretty quick and get this thing done. Minus 450. I see zero value in this fight. All right, so I found some value. If someone can find it, because it's not offered on my book, if someone can find Davi Ramos by rear naked choke, okay. four of his last five wins are rear yeah. naked choke. Well, I think playing him just by submission should be the play. Just Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll probably drop it to like a minus, probably like minus two fifty or yeah. something like that. It's still going to be. I mean, he's still going to be a huge favorite to win by right. submission. But if you if you can find like specific submissions and you get the rear naked, you might get plus money on that. Right. I don't know, but that's just if so, if someone finds that, shoot us a message, let us know because that's. Uh, I mean, if you got you know three of your last or four of your last five wins are by rear naked. I would imagine that the odds on that being the result of this fight are pretty high. Yeah. So I think Davi Ramos inside the distance is a play. When that comes out, that'll bring it down a little bit. And then if you can find it by submission, that'll bring it down a little bit more. And then if you can go specific enough, like rear naked, like you said, I think that's a great play. But one submission artist onto the next here, Charles Oliveira taking on Nick Lentz. My opinion, and I've said this on the show before, worst nickname in the game, Charles Oliveira. Uh, just a horrible nickname. Du Bronx. Don't understand it. Don't yeah. understand it. Um, but that, that means that's just a weird Brazilian thing, I guess. Taking on one of the best nicknames in the game, though. The Carney. The, the Carney. Nick yeah. Lentz. Um, Nick Lentz, 29-9-2. Charles Oliveira, 26-8. and eight. Dude, an absolute wealth of experience between these two guys. Uh, however, they do have some mutual experience against one another, which is why Charles, Charles Oliveira coming in at minus 360. Nick Lentz coming back plus 270. Uh, 
you know, these guys have fought before and Charles Oliveira was successful both times they fought. Uh, Charles Oliveira is currently on a four fight win streak with wins over David Tamer, Jim Miller, Christos Giagos, and Clay Guida all by submission. What do you think here, man? I said it earlier. I, I think I'd like taking a flyer on Nick Lentz here. Um, Yes, you said Charles Oliveira has won both their fights. We were actually at their first fight um, at the Pat Barry Czech Congo UFC on versus four in Pittsburgh. And from what I remember, I feel like it was a pretty even fight until Oliveira threw a knee to Nick Lentz's head while both his knees were on the ground. For some odd reason, it wasn't called during the fight, and he ended up going on to win by rear naked choke shortly later i think it was like 30 or 40 seconds later it ended up getting overturned it ended up being a no contest when they actually went back and saw the knee um and then he submitted them uh let me see he submitted them back in 2015 um since then i feel like nick lentz has actually come a long way he's six and two since then um the loss you know his losses are to david tamer um islam he lost to islam too he beat yeah, okay. But I guess Charles Oliveira has the quality of opponent. I, he's fought a lot higher quality guy. Um, I think I it might know, be man. worth it. In a card like this where we're gonna, where you're going to be scratching for value, I think that Nick Lentz play at plus mm-hmm. 270 is worth it. I mean, it's got to be difficult, I would imagine, to beat a guy three times. Um and I'm not sure yeah. of any other triplicate fights in the UFC where one guy won all three. I know that Jacare fought Chris Camozzi twice, right? And then, or maybe, I don't think he fought him three times. And then Derek Brunson uh, and Jacare have fought twice. So um, I, I'm trying to think of a, of a time where it was a three-peat and the same guy won all three times. What a uh, Frank Yeager beat BJ three times. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I'd have to look it up. Because Rich Franklin only Anderson fought. Twice. Rich Franklin only lost to Anderson Silva twice. Anderson Silva beat Chael Sonnen twice. Right. I know that. Um, yeah, you don't see the you don't see the dupe I mean, or the, the triplicate very often. We will eventually when John Jones fights ooh, DC. But... Oh, you calling your shot here? I mean, come on. Dude, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's going to be hard to beat the to beat the goat three times. It's going to be hard. Just saying. It's going to be difficult. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Yeah, I mean, so I think I mean I think it's worth it plus two seventy. Why not? I mean, give it a shot. You know, there there's no. I mean, I don't see the harm. Um, I don't see the harm in it. You know, I, I, like I said, on, on a card like this where it's going to be hard to find value, why not? So, I'll take Nick Lentz. Yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, Oliveira is susceptible right. to the the you know little, little guillotine choke, and uh, Nick Lentz has got a great one. So we'll see. Um, you know, you never know. So I'm trying to, I'm looking at this, uh, looking at this BJ Penn thing real quick. Yes. Frankie Edgar beat BJ Penn three times. 
I knew I I knew there was another one. I I, I could feel it. That makes sense. That's why he's getting the Max Holloway fight rather than um, Volkanovski. Yeah. Well, he could, gotcha. I mean, listen, BB. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Oh man. Yeah, it's so wild that that's that's what's happening. But I mean, what are you gonna do? I I have no idea. You know, flip side is though is that BJ is or not? Sorry, that Frankie has fought um, fought Jose twice, and Jose beat him, and both times. So it would stand to reason that if Frankie Edgar or when Frankie Edgar loses against Max Holloway, uh, he would be in line to fight Jose for a third time while Volkanovski gets that title shot. And Brian Ortega will come back mm-hmm. and fight. Oh boy, who do you have Brian Ortega fight? That's what I'm I have saying. no idea. I don't know. He's been um, out so for so long since that Max Holloway thing. I don't even know how I don't even know who you have him fight once he comes back. You know? Uh Zabit? How's that for a fight? Brian Ortega yeah. versus Zabit or yeah. Renato or Moicano, I rather. Dude, I hope Zabit keeps winning because I would love to see at some point. I would love to see Holloway yeah, as Zabit. I think that would be, dude. That I mean, I think Holloway would win the fight, but I think that would be an extremely entertaining fight. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. I like that a lot, actually. Okay, all right. Let's see. Let's keep. Let's keep it moving here. We're gonna take Nick Lance plus two seventy. Is that correct? All right. Let's see what we yes, got sir. next. I think we got your. I think we got the chick fight next. We- <laughs> Mm-hmm. Let me pull up the odds for it. I navigated away. Megan Anderson, nine and three, taking on Felicia, the Phenom Spencer at six and oh. Uh, you know, this should be a, a victory running away for Megan Anderson. It really should. Uh, and the odds yeah. makers have this fight surprisingly close minus 155 for Megan and plus 125 for Felicia Spencer. Yeah. Um, this is honest. I mean, I know we say we don't bet women's MMA, but I think this is as from a betting aspect. I think this is my favorite okay. fight on this card. I, I <laughs> that's crazy. It really is, but I just Megan Anderson is a big one forty five. She's six she's foot or six tall. one. Like she's a bit. She's a tall girl, and this Felicia Phenom Spencer five First six. Team all bad body too. Mm. Mm, Choof. And Megan Anderson is first team all yeah, she's tight like, body. Yeah, she's like straight she's sinew. Like she looks, she, she looks like a yeah. like a compound bow that's just pulled to maximum tightness, and she's ready to just explode. Um, yeah, I mean, good. I want to, yeah, I want to throw this out here real quick. Um, for anybody who's listening for the first time, we sound like two people who have no idea anything about mixed martial arts right now just talking about bad body versus good that's body true. we're taking that's true we body. do sound like we don't have any idea what we're talking about <laughs> i assure you that we do um you know megan anderson realistically i mean it's the, the thing with her is it's hard for her to get a fight in ufc it's she all of her opponents keep dropping out um and then when she does get the fight you know uh out she's only been in the ufc since 2017 uh in june of 18 she lost to holly holm in a big lopsided unanimous decision and then the next time she got the fight was uh in december you know right before the new year's card when she almost kicked katzangana's eye out of her face so you know 
We haven't yeah. really seen a whole lot of octagon time with her. I just have to believe coming out of the camp that she comes out of, um, you know, she's trained by James Krause. Uh, she, she is a good quality women's featherweight. She's long, she's rangy. She's got good fundamentals. Uh, I just don't see this Felicia Spencer uh, woman coming in and being able to impose that five, six frame on six foot O uh, or, you know, six, six foot, even Megan Anderson. I just, I just don't see it, man. Fun fact though. Just going to throw this out here. Cause I just see it right now. Felicia Spencer and I have the same birthday. Oh, so she was born a loser. <laughs> Got it. That's ice cold. That's ice cold. You're a jerk. I don't even want to do this podcast anymore. All right. Uh, Megan Anderson, 155. Not quite max bet, but don't be afraid to bet it heavy. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I like that, honestly. All right. So Megan Anderson, Nick Lentz, and who was the other dude we took? I'm trying to keep track of all these guys. Oh, Davi Ramos. Yeah, that inside the distance. Davi Ramos inside the distance. All right. Moving on. Good. Sorry. No, you're good. I'm All sorry. Right. Nope. So moving on. Good. Ian Heinch taking on Antonio Carlos Jr. Heinish coming in at 12 and 1. Carlos Jr. at 10 and 2. It's going to be a good fight, man. Um, and odds makers have it at Carlos Jr. at a minus 200 and Heinish at a plus 160. I like Heinish at plus 160. I think that's a good play. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I'm not familiar with either one of these guys. Gotcha. So, so realistically, I mean, what 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 we're looking at here is just a matter of you know, Carlos Junior. He has a good record. Um, he has fought the guy that, uh, or Heinish rather, has fought a guy that's very similar to Carlos Junior. In that he recently won a unanimous decision against uh, Cesar Mutante. Ferreira, uh, which him and Antonio Carlos Jr. are pretty much interchangeable as far as I'm concerned with with a, uh, you know, as far as Brazilian fighters go. But we're talking about a guy that's got three out of his last four wins are coming via knockout. And then against a quality opponent that is basically mirrors Antonio Carlos Jr. He won a unanimous decision. I think uh, I think at 12 and one, even though a lot of his experiences in LFA, he's only got two fights. Uh, inside the UFC, I think that you know, I, I think that he's got the the pop in his punches to get it done here. Where he's going to have to be cautious is a, with Carlos Junior's ground game. Um, he's going to have to really make himself uh, elusive in that sense and avoid the takedown because Carlos Junior just recently has rattled off three submission wins in a row over Tim Bosch, Jack Marshman, and Eric Spicely. Not the most high caliber opponents that you've ever heard somebody be listed off as winning three submissions against. Um, you know, but you're looking at uh, a guy that's coming off of a year long layoff. Last time Carlos Jr. fought was in 2018, uh, actually April of 2018, where he submitted Tim Bosch. He's been off since then. Um, you know, winner of five straight, but he hasn't fought for a year. Uh, I think that I think that Heinish could get in here, crack him early before he gets accustomed to the speed again, um, and sneak out of there with a win, dude. Plus one sixty. I I'm gonna play Heinish here. All right, that works for me. You convinced me. Right. I mean, I'm sold. 
I've learned more about these two guys in 45 seconds than I ever imagined I would. Now you know. All right. You're going to have to fill me in here because you're the guy, you're you're the man with the plan and the stats on this. Vincente Luque uh, lost his opponent at the last second. Neil Magny Mm. due to a a USADA pop. Um, Neil Magny. Uh, He's claiming tainted supplement. I hope that's the case. Neil Magny's always been a pretty straight up dude when it comes to USADA. Uh, and like advocating for them and being one of the big proponents of what they do in the UFC. So it's wild to me that he get pop taking something. Um, you know, I, th- hopefully it comes through that, you know, he just, you know, got us a tainted supplement somewhere who knows, but Vincente Luque or Vincente Luque is going to be taking on what's his cat's name. Uh, Derek yeah. D rock. No, I know Krantz. nothing about this guy. Nothing. Luque's, 14, six, so, six and one though. Come coming in at 24 and 10, uh, 31 years young <laughs> and he's ranked, he's, me, <laughs> he's ranked the number 137th best welterweight in the world. So definitely Cody's put Greg Hardy in a main event. Um, Just throwing that out there. Yeah, I mean, but here we go. So he's got really impressive wins over Justin Patterson, uh, Charles Hayward oh at Rite of God. Passage Five. Are you me? Um, Cassius Kane. Are you Arden, naming? Martinez are you Young, naming real people ben or Newman. video game characters? Just be honest. Like, <laughs> let me find out that like these are like the new characters from the new like Tyson Punch Out, or these are villains from like Streets of Rage. Boom, here we go. Okay. He has a quality opponent. He lasted, he made it to the second round against When? Dustin in like 1997? Wow. 2010. He lost by Not Arnold in the Bar UFC. Had to be in like what, Louisiana jungle fight? What was it? Yeah, I mean, Poirier was 5 0 at the time. You know time. what? That was probably in like, there was a, what was the documentary that was about Poirier way back when? Um, it was like him and some other fighters. I can't remember who, what, what it was in, or what he was in. But anyway, maybe. Um, dude, he fought. Who did? He fought Rich Clemente. Did he beat Rich? This dude, what I'm talking about. Uh, no, <laughs> David Silverman. All right. He, wait, what did, did you yeah. say? Louisiana jungle fights. Okay, he lost to Rich Clemente <laughs> at the Louisiana Regional. <laughs> Oh my gosh! You know, that, something like Bayou Brawl Eleven or something like that. Oh my gosh, dude! I don't, I can't, I can't with these guys. Oh man, this is like they literally the the, the fact that this dude was even available is 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 a telltale sign of how bad this mismatch is going to be. Because if he was even worth half of uh, uh, what a professional fighter is worth, he'd be signed to Bellator. You know what I mean? Like, because Bellator will like put people on their pro debuts. Like, th- there's no way. When was the last time this guy right. fought? And do you have his record up? When was the last time he fought? Yep, one second here. His last fight, I was watching the Dustin Poirier armbar over him. Um, his last fight was. Oh, oh so March he's in fight shape. Did he year. win that fight? He's in fight shape. He did. He's Got on a four right. four fight win streak, and he's he's won, geez, eight. He's oh, won so he's eleven of his last. 12. He's coming into his prime, so you're looking at a prime mm-hmm. Prance 
taking on Vincente Luque. Um, you know, Luque's mm-hmm. coming off a huge brawl with Brian Barbarena, took a lot of shots um, in that fight. Does you, you got stats on how many knockouts this dude has? I'm trying to sell myself um, on this fight. I'm trying to get really hyped here. up about it here. Right, right. Okay, so his last fight was a TKO. Oh, the shit. fight before that, TKO. Uh, split decision, unanimous decision. His only loss was a split decision in his last 12. Another TKO. Win by rear naked choke, TKO. Ooh. little Von Flu choke over Daniel Roberts. So he's versatile. Um, Do we have odds on this fight yet? I don't think there's odds out. Man. I don't think they are. He's got a he's he's got a win by Darsh right, choke. Hold on a second, dude. Is this? I don't know, man. They still got Matt. All right. So I all I'm seeing is Magni listed at plus three seventy five. I need and right. So this dude's got to be. Like I a need plus a line. Give me a line. Do you have it on your book? Uh, no, I don't. I still have no Magni. I, I mean, need lines, man. I need lines. Ago. Look, we might update this as the week goes on. If I see this any, anywhere near plus two thousand. I'm telling you right now, I'm putting a unit on it. I have you have to. Yeah, is, I, yes, you never know. It's, it's two grown men going out you there trying to inflict harm. And like you know. I said, Luke is coming off a war with Brian Barbarena, and you know you don't just your brain just doesn't recover from that. Um, let let Prance come out here and shock the world, man. I'm selling my Prance, Prance. What I call him, Prance, Prance, Prance. Prance. All right, yes, I'll figure on. it out. Anyway, yeah. I, I you know what? I'm not I'm not completely against this play. I'm not completely against it. <sighs> and it it wasn't even one day notice. He signed his con. He, he signed a one fight contract. Um, I'm still seeing what day was this? Everywhere. It would have been. All right. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he signed it today. Yeah. So I I keep thinking right. we're recording this for Friday, but it's Tuesday. So yeah, he had five days just fought, notice. Just fought signed his contract, one fight contract. Okay. Going to shock I might, the world. You know what? If, Derek, it gets, if it's if it's France. plus two thousand, I'm, yeah. I'm putting a unit on it. I'm just saying it right now. If it's plus two thousand, I'm putting a unit on it. Um, I'm I'm making. I just made a note right here. Um, yeah, I'm going to keep an eye on it. Keeping an eye on it. Main event of the evening: Rafael dos Anjos, dos Nachos, as uh, Colby Covington likes to call him. Twenty-eight and eleven, taking on. Kevin, the Motown phenom. I like to, to duck Gregor Gillespie. Kevin Lee, uh, 17 and four. And I'm torn on this fight, to be honest with you, man. I know you have an opinion on it, and I'm going to let you say it. I just want to tell the odds here. Kevin Lee, minus 110. Dos Nachos, Dos Anjos at minus 120. So minus 110, come back minus 120. Your thoughts on this fight? So I think it's two different styles. Obviously, Kevin Lee is going to want to take it down to the mat, and obviously RDA is going to want to stand and, and you know, and brawl. Um, I think if RDA can get his yes. hands on him like I Quinta did, Kevin Lee is going to have a bad night. But I think moving up in the weight class is going to play to Kevin Lee's advantage. Um, yeah. I don't like Kevin Lee at all, and it has a, and it's it's mutual between us. It has a lot to do with him ducking our. I think Soon to be my favorite fighter in the if he ever right wants Gregor. it. If he ever wants um, it. Like, it's, 
but I I think I'm taking Ke- I I'm taking Kevin Lee in this fight. That's my opinion. I think that I think he'll be able to get his hands on RDA, and I think that I think he'll be able to get him down. And well, I think what's he's wild able to, to me, the in, ground. in my opinion on this, I is, really do. is how this style, how this is going to play out stylistically, and that that's a very default answer. But I want to say a complex thing with it is that, you know. Al Iaquinta showed the recipe to beating Kevin Lee, and that is to stay in his face, have decent takedown defense, and keep hitting him. And you will beat Kevin Lee. You can break him. He does not have heart. He can be broken. Conversely, Colby Covington showed how to beat RDA, and that's you you put a pace on him, and you wrestle him and wrestle him and wrestle him and do not allow him the space to open up on you which is what Kevin Lee's game plan is going to be. RDA's game plan is going to be to fight like Ally Aquinta because he fights like a premium level Ally Aquinta. So what we have here is Kevin Lee versus essentially Ally Aquinta again, uh, or what we'll see when Colby Covington inevitably fights Ally Aquinta, um, which I think will be the fight to make because Cowboy is fighting uh, Ferguson. So yet again, Colby Covington is standing on the outside um, wondering what the hell he's going to do in the welterweight division with Cowboy now gone. So what do you do? Um, maybe have Al come up because Al, Al, Al's, not make, Al's not getting a 155 title shot anytime soon. So why not have him move up? So. So I think that you, I think you yeah, run into it's, it's we have all these guys that are interchangeable now with because what I mean, what you have here is two one fifty fivers that have gone up to one seventy because there's nothing for them at one fifty five and now mm-hmm. Iaquinta just got thrown in the same mix so where is he going to go what's he have to do so what we have here is we just have a rehashing of a fight that already happened so I think I mean dude this is I mean this is really close to being a pick'em here uh, because both of these guys have fought one fifty fivers that fight like common opponents and they're now at 170 fighting like common opponents. So I I really don't know. I just think that Kevin Lee has better power than, um, than Colby Covington. And if he's able to hit Dos Anjos as much as Colby Covington was able to, he's going to do more damage and actually get Dos Anjos out of there. So I think that, uh, as much as I don't like him, I think Kevin Lee is the better play here than Dos Anjos. Yeah, I'm glad we agree. Yeah. I really am. Side note, not to get away from UFC, um, yeah. something incredible happened in baseball tonight. Chris Sale whoa, struck whoa, whoa, out 17 wait, batters in seven innings. He struck out, he got 17 oh, Ks Lord. in seven innings pitched. That's 17 out of 21 oh, so outs. Nice. That is just mine, and they're, they're tied four four in the bottom of the tenth, because as soon as they pulled, well, he let up a two run homer. They were up three two, so seventeen Ks, and you get no support from your offense. It's just that's got to be disheartening. But seventeen in seven innings, yeah, that is insane. Yeah. Oh my god! All right, so let's recap what oh, we're taking as boy. far as main main card goes here. Um, we're taking Kevin Lee at minus 110. Uh, we're also going to keep an eye on the Luke A. Krantz card or, or line rather. 
taking Ian Heinish at plus 160, mm-hmm. Megan Anderson at minus 155, Lentz at plus 270, and Davi Ramos inside the distance once that comes out. Cool with that? Yeah. Yeah. Is this uh is this is this uh Aspen No Lod Aspen Lad Eubanks card? Is that on the main card? It's a good no? fight. Uh Aspen Lad looks okay. like the world's toughest yeah. Waffle House waitress. Um and she's f- fighting Sajira Eubanks. Um that's gonna be a good scrap, man. That's gonna be a real good scrap. Uh Des Green, Charles Jordan's a good fight. There's a lot of fights that don't matter in here. Like, I mean, obviously they're like every fight's the most important fight in you know, ever to the, to the guy that's in the cage. But, um, we got, it, a lot of these are just real trivial middle of the pack. You know, if, the, if the rankings extended to 50, these are like 25 through 35 ranked guys fighting each other, you know, Zach coming, taking on Trevin Giles. It's of no consequence yeah. to either one of those guys to lose. Nobody on this card is in danger of getting cut. Nobody. Um, and the one person that is going to get cut after this after this card, Krantz already knows that because he only signed a one fight deal. Unless he shocks the world. You're right. But when he wins, what about when he wins? The world will be his oyster. You're right. All right. Let's recap some fights that got announced. Uh, Nate Diaz, Showtime Pettis. How do you feel about this? Taking place at 170 pounds. Looks like Anthony Pettis is going to try to reinvent himself as a welterweight. Yeah. Um, they need to have a blood bank on call because this I, I if yep. it happens, yep, and I don't I'm not gonna necessarily get my hopes up. If it happens, this is gonna be a brawl, dude. I can I want him to just leg show kick into oblivion is what I want. That's what I want. I just want leg kick after leg kick after leg kick. Yeah. Um you know, they keep talking about a bunch of bad blood between the two of them. We'll see. I, I hate when guys talk about how there's so much bad blood and then they don't actually fight. Um, you know, things just get meh, whatever. I don't know if that's something you have to worry about with Showtime, though. I really don't. I don't. I don't. He could be best friends with a dude or well, he's hate saying a guy he doesn't like. He's going to go out and Nate fight. Diaz, the same so that's way. why you want to fight. Nobody. Nobody. Uh, who does? Daniel Cormier, Stipe Miocic, the rematch that should have been announced a long time ago has now been finally announced. Stipe's coming in at a plus 130 underdog. I love that. I like I like Stipe in that fight. We did. We did. And we went D.C. the first well, time, too. So we're going back. We're going Stipe. What's that? Because you know what D.C.'s not on his mind. Oh. Daddy's, daddy's back. Daddy. Daddy's back. <laughs> John Jones. Which there has been movement on the John Jones Tiago Santos line. Tiago Santos is is now a plus four twenty five. Still like that. You never know. You never know. Um and then I said something about it earlier, Cowboy taking on Tony Ferguson. Tony Ferguson's back. What do you think? Cowboy's plus one fifty underdog in that fight. BT dubs. Yeah, I'm. Listen, we've been riding Cowboy throughout his win streak. I don't see it, man. Tony Ferguson's he, he he's one of a kind, mentally, physically, his fight game. Uh, that's gonna be. I don't even know. I don't understand. Okay, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this for Tony Ferguson. How how does Tony Ferguson using like with the skills he has, right? 
because he's got horrible stand-up defense, which is why he bleeds constantly because he's easy to hit. Um, he doesn't have great takedowns, mm-hmm. but he's got great jujitsu once he gets you on the ground. How does he beat Cowboy? Because Cowboy's got great stand-up and he's got good takedown defense. How does Tony Ferguson beat Cowboy? I'm just just walk me walk me through it because I love Cowboy in this fight. Yeah. Because I think Tony Ferguson keeping his hands low, being easy to hit, I think this plays into Cowboy. I really think it does. His, I I don't think Cowboy's going to knock Anthony him out. Tony, real Tony Tony close. So did Edson Barboza. He did. Anthony Pettis did, but that's what I'm saying. It's it's almost. I don't know. But in both those fights, in the Edson Barboza and Anthony Pettis fight, when he did get clipped, it was like a millisecond of being stunned and he's back. It's he is. He's, he's so, he's I don't, he's so he's weird, man. To prepare for. I don't know. There's he's just there's some kind of appeal. I'll give you that. It's weird. Um, yeah. I just, if, dude, dad Cowboy Cerrone scares me, man. That dad strength. Um, his last two fights, he fought two big, strong yeah. dudes and Alex, uh, Alexander Hernandez and Ally Quinta. Hernandez is a freaking tank, man. That guy's built like a brick shit house. and Cowboy handled him. Um, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm putting a pin on that fight because I, I initially, my knee jerk reaction was Tony Ferguson by murder. Um, but the more I think about it, and again, it's recency mm-hmm. bias, which is why I'm saying I'm going to come back to it because the Cowboy just looks so great again in that Iaquinta fight. I need to let it simmer. You know, I got to let that simmer for a little bit because um, that's a quick turnaround. I, I, I guess Cowboy can go back and watch the Tony Ferguson, Michael Johnson fight. Because if I recall correctly, Michael Johnson won I think that. That was the last. That, that was the last time Tony Ferguson lost. You know what's crazy? You know what's crazy yeah. is Michael Johnson has what, wins over Tony Ferguson, ago? interim lightweight champ, and Dustin Poirier, current, well, interim lightweight champ. Mm-hmm. Michael Johnson's beat both of them. He friggin' slept Poirier. Slept him. That pissed me off, too, because he got up doing that stupid money thing, like the freaking that Johnny Manziel money shit. Oh, man, I was so freaking mad after that fight, dude. Oh, this last. And he's got a win over Melvin Gillard, who's got the most knockouts. Melvin Gillard never fought at middleweight. Uh, UFC middleweight no, my, uh... no, he fought in lightweight. Okay, no, he's there's uh, no he's way fighting in middleweight somewhere right now. Yes, he is. He's fighting <sighs> middleweight anyway. in Ryzen. Um, yes, he is. But yeah, it's like real quick. We're hitting forty-one minutes. Jessica Andrade almost crippled Rose. I thought she was. I thought she was crippled. Mm. I'm glad you bring that up. Um, yes. You want to do me a favor and yep. get ready to I'll, pat yourself ready. on the back. Ready. I'm going to pat myself on the back too. So okay. we'll give this a listen real quick. In that regard, I agree with you 100. percent I think that. The, the ground should not be an overlooked aspect of this. Where <laughs> The ground should not be an overlooked it aspect. It wasn't overlooked at all. She spiked her on her face. Hmm. Oh, my gosh. No. Oh, no. The ground played the biggest role in that fight. <laughs> Dude. Oh, boy. Hey, I'll, 
I'll take it, man. Listen, I we were so high on Andrade in that fight, and I know it's fighting. I know anything can happen. Yes, but if there's yeah, oh, a definition sure. we of getting bailed out, yeah, we got bailed out a hundred percent. Because yes, correct. Rose was beating her ass for seven and a half minutes straight. Yes. Andrade almost lost her shoulder and her yep. elbow the first time she tried to slam her. Um, a win but, is a win. Perfect hey, on the on the main a win's card. A win. Uh, Jared Cannonier kicked Anderson Silva's leg in half. Uh, good news, though. Anderson Silva not retiring. Uh, no ligament damage. Um, knee just sort of dislocated and came back in. So he's good. He'll be back. Um which everybody wants to see Anderson. So here's the thing about Anderson Silva. Still fast as shit. He looked good up until he didn't. He looked yeah. good. He's fast. He's still really he, fast. He fired those body kicks. They were fast, bro. I think he had to be so surprised. Yeah. Like <laughs> Cannoneer's plan of attack to come in there and just point. leg kick him. Like... Yeah, like I think his first like yeah. seven or eight strikes were leg kicks, and they were they were hard. I mean, they yeah. were hard. Yep. They were those ones that it wasn't yeah, yeah. like a slap; it was In more of a thud. So um, you know, Alexander Volkanovski beat the bad. brakes off Jose Aldo. Called that. Um, and uh, Loriano Staropoli, bro, how how entertaining is that guy taking off a unanimous decision over Tiago Alves? That was a great fight. That guy's yeah. really really entertaining, and I think he's going to be a problem in the uh, lightweight division. I think he's going to. I think he's a good. I would like to see him, even though he doesn't have the name for it yet. Would love to see him against James Vick. Um, I think that'd be a, I think that'd be a doozy of a fight. I think I think Staropoli versus James Vick's a fight to make. So uh, yeah, I think stylistically they're similar the, the in build, they're similar in height, yeah. um, and they both do the same thing really well. Where uh, Vick is a little bit more fundamental, Staropoli is a little bit more fancy, but you know you got two guys that are going to stand there and bang. Um, I think that'd be a good fight. I, I would love to see Staropoli versus James Vick. And then Irene Ildana snatched Betch Correra's arm n- nearly off of her body in the third round. Uh, Betch, two years away, she might as well just go ahead and retire. It's it's a wrap for her. Um, Irene Ildana looks good, man. Um, little yeah. Nog got sent into hopefully retirement. That dude should have retired a long time ago. Uh, speaking of guys that should have retired a long time ago, BJ Penn, now sole owner of the longest losing streak in UFC history at eight fights. Thanks to unanimous decision loss to Clay Guida. So who didn't see that one coming? Uh, but BJ says that he has no plans to retire because he's not getting knocked out in these fights. He's losing decisions. Oh, my gosh. I I can't. It's hard. It's it's hard, dude. It's really hard to defend people. Silver linings. Point, you know? I, oh gosh, you know it's collectively, collectively, um, outside of Gregor, my two favorite fighters in, in the UFC have lost twelve fights in a row. Cub, <laughs> who's the other one? Cubs lost four. Um, BJ yeah. lost, has <laughs> lost yeah. eight. So, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm on a zero and twelve yeah. amongst my favorites, and then you know the best part about it is uh, pr- prior to that, you know, Mark Hunt losing three in a row. So realistically, uh, fifteen zero and fifteen. Mm-hmm. Dale's favorite fighters in the UFC. Gotta love it. So anyway, all right, man, that's it. We're approaching an hour. That's a long ass episode. Uh, Want to give a shout out. Thanks the uh, show sponsors, Alpha Outpost, dude. How's that? How cool is that? Uh, that Alpha Outpost box this week. Yeah, so I I got it today. Um, 
it's their castaway box. And, you know, obviously it is uh, fishing season. So I get the box, I roll it over, you know, it's got a picture of big fish on it. I'm like, oh, sweet. You know, what am I going to get in here? Open it up. There is a collapsible rod um, with the reel that attaches to it. There's like, um, I don't know if you know what you know what a wallet ninja is. Okay. So it's like a wallet ninja, but it's okay. like, uh, like hooks in lures. They're like, they're stainless steel metal hooks in like a wallet ninja form that you pop out. Um, it came with a collapsible like fishing chair. There is, um, yeah, I guess it's like a neck gator. Yep. If you know what that, you know, I mean, you were in the service, you know, neck gator is it's like a real lightweight, uh, neck gator that came with it. There's uh, there's a towel in there. I mean, th- these things are packed to the brim. Um, one suggestion I have for everybody: they're they're packed so tightly with so much stuff in them. Once you take <laughs> it out of the box, there's no getting everything back into the box. I mean, I tried today to get everything back in the right. box because I have all my Alpha Outpost boxes together. Um, this one, this is not the case, man. I I could not figure out for the life of me how to get everything back in the box. Um, the the Every month they surprise you. They send you uh, unbelievable stuff. Um, it also, you know, it came with the the patch, which I have collected. They're actually I have a Velcro board that they're on there with like uh, my unit patches from when I was in. I've got all those up together. Um, but dude, it's awesome. I love it. Um, I'm going to put good use out of that in the lumberjack yeah. pack. That I'll, they I'll, I'll say last this month, this summer. That's for sure. If you if you don't currently subscribe to Alpha Outpost, your first box is only five bucks. So everything you just talked about, if you don't currently subscribe to Alpha Outpost, you can get everything you just that you just talked about for five bucks. Um, the only thing that we ask is when you do it, when you go to alphaoutpost.com and sign up for it in the comment section, uh, regard section, just say that you heard about it on our show. Um, you know, because of that five dollar first box deal, we don't have a promo code set up with them. But just to let them know that traffic's coming to them from us, uh, that would be fantastic. And we appreciate that a lot. So just whenever you, the additional comments thing for shipping or anything like that, where you get the chance, just put it, hey, heard about this on Fistful of Cash podcast. That goes a long way. But you can get everything that you just said, Soup, for five bucks if it's your first time ordering a box with them, which is ludicrous. That's wild. Uh, I mean, that's that's a great deal. So. Um, even if you just get that one and then cancel it after the fact, I'm not telling you to game the system, but if you wanted to game the system, that was a way you could do it. But anyway, uh, so shout out to Alpha Outpost, shout out to Stay Classy Meats, use promo code FIST, get 10% off. Memorial Day is coming up. You've got until, hell, let's say Tuesday till Thursday to order. And if you order by Thursday, you can get all your meat in time for Memorial Day. Use promo code FIST, get 10% off your entire order. That's it, man. Saving Grace Oil Cash 20, 20% off your CBD oil products. Um, Dude, that's it, man. That's all I got. You got anything else? Is he really? No. Um, Chef Curry's cooking right now. Yeah, halfway through halfway through the third, he's seven of ten from deep. He's just right. Being Steph when KD's out. I mean, there's he his ability to step up when KD's out is just stupid, and it solidifies my argument that Steph Curry is more important to the Warriors than Kevin Durant. Um. Yeah, hot take. Steph Curry, more important. Not saying better player, but I think he's more important to the Golden State Warriors system and the guys around him than Kevin Durant is. Um, 
But yeah, he's cooking. He's got 28 points. Probably going to drop a 40-burger tonight. Dame and CJ are a combined 6 of 25. So yeah, Golden State's up 15. So there's that. Um, wouldn't surprise me if Golden right. State sweeps them. Probably winning five. But Golden State versus Milwaukee. That's that's. I mean, that's probably what's going to happen. And Boston is up 2-1 on Carolina. About to be uh, up 3 nothing in the series. So this is funny. Real quick, All right. being a Penguins fan, Penguins get swept by the Islanders. Islanders then get swept by yeah, Carolina. it certainly looks that way. I think Carolina's then going to get swept by Boston. Yeah. And then Boston's going to go on and get swept by the San Jose Sharks, who I have a future on to win the Stanley Cup. Let's get that going. All right, uh, real quick, top so countries. Uh, the U.S., Canada, the U.K., Australia, Isle of Man, Germany, Hungary, New Zealand, Spain, the Cayman Islands, Ireland, Belize, and Guernsey. If I held a if I held a gun if I held a gun to your head, could you tell me where Guernsey's at? Mm, Guernsey. <laughs> nope, couldn't tell you how to spell it. Uh, I've sure. never heard of it. So thank you for those who are listening in Guernsey. That's no disrespect to you guys by saying yep. we don't know where and it's top at or cities, how to spell it. Victoria, British Columbia, but, uh, Toronto. We appreciate the love. A lot of love in Canada. Appreciate you guys. Pittsburgh, Honolulu, Reno, Nevada, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, uh, Visalia, California, Manitoba, and Budapest. So Hungary, we do we did a ton of downloads in Hungary this week. I love it. All right, my countryman coming to help me out. All right, that's it, man. That's all I got. I'm out. Talk to you guys uh, throughout the week and on social media. And if you don't already subscribe to our Patreon, please do so. Patreon.com forward slash Fistful of Cash. I'm out. See you. As always, guys, clear eyes. Derek D. Rock Krantz can't lose.